0: Italian Wine Podcast. Chinchin with Italian Wine People.
1: Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monte My guest today is Valentino Valentini from the Bocali Winery in the town of Montefalco. In Umbria, yeah. welcome. Hello, hi. Now listen. Uh, you have um, let's 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 forget about wine for a second, Valentino. You have an incredibly interesting story. <laughs> You're obviously a high achiever at school. What was your first public office, and how old were you?
0: Public office? Yeah. When I was in the the the, the chief of the classroom. Okay, at, that was in school. At the secondary school, that's right, right? So you
1: were the head of the school. Then, then when you left school, what happened to you? What did you do? You stood for election, and you were voted.
0: I started it when I was 23 during the university time. I was a councillor of the town of Montefalco. So you
1: were a town councillor whilst yeah, you were at university. councillor.
0: And then, in the, when I was 27 in 1999, I was elected the mayor.
1: You were elected the mayor yeah,
0: for two times. The first time in 1999, and I finished in uh, 2009. And now? And now uh, I work with uh, with my winery, with my family. It's a family farm.
1: Okay, so the Valentini Winery. So where does Valentini come from? Is that your dad, your granddad? Granddad. Okay, what was yeah. he called?
0: It's Giuseppe Valentini.
1: So when did he found the winery? In
0: 1927. He went from uh, Gualdo Cattaneo, it's a town near Montefalco, it's in the uh, Sagrantino area, mm-hmm. and they buy it in Montefalco and they start the Bocale winery.
1: So he had what, vineyards, animals, cows? Yeah,
0: f- no, cows not, but we have uh, some uh, animals, we have uh, a lot of cereals, only trees for olive oil, and five and a half hectares of vineyard.
1: So it's like a mixed yeah. farm still? Yeah. Are you happy that you still have a mixed farm like your grandfather had, or would you rather just have a monoculture of just vines? Yeah, wines?
0: yeah. We changed all the vineyard because of the vineyard of my grandfather was uh, with the cereal the grape was with Montepulciano the Abruzzo with Sangiovese with uh, some uh, Piedmont uh, grape like, so he like Barbera basically. and we changed in uh, the end of 1990 all the vineyard and we restart in 2002 with the new name is Bocale but uh, it's a new name of the winery but it's uh, the old name of my family because Bocale is the nickname of my family what does it mean? it's uh, the jug is in the local dialect is the, the jug the mug uh, of two litre and people went to buy olive oil and wine in the, the winery of my grandfather and they perhaps start to to say we will go to to buy one two three bocale to valentini farm and then they said we will go to bocale to buy wine or olive oil so in 2002 became our name
1: so bocale yeah. is, is a container for yeah. liquid yeah oil is the unit
0: of two liter in the local dialect, exactly
1: two yeah. liters quite a lot yeah. of wine in those days in the old times people no
0: be- we don't use that no no we use one liter and there's 0.75 bottles, of course.
1: Okay, so how complicated is it? Obviously, you're very good at organizing stuff if, you're, if you've if you been a mayor. How complicated is it working with the different crops you have on the Bocani farm?
0: When I was mayor in these 10 years, I restored all the vineyard. The winery, so it was not the the, the period of um, uh, the market of the winery because we we start to sell the vintage 2005 because the first vintage with the and the first harvest with a new vineyard and the new building of the winery starts in uh, 2005. So the market and the, the selling of the wine starts in when I finish the, the mayor time.
1: Was that when you started bottling your wine for the first time rather than selling it in a jar? Uh, it was in uh,
0: 2007, 2008, and I finished it in 2009. In this period, I was also the president of Italian wine cities and uh, with Montalcino with uh, Barolo with Marsala 500 towns in Italy. so and we start with a new market not with Italian market and now we have the 75 70% of our market is an export market
1: right so you've been very international yeah in your outlook
0: yeah from United States North America North Europe a little bit also in uh, UK and uh, in Asia
1: how easy is it to sell Sagalantino that I guess is your main wine yeah
0: it's it's my main wine but we produce about 6 6-7 six, uh, six, 7,000 bottles every year. It's quite all bottles bottle are numbered, it's very important for us. So it's not so difficult to sell uh, six, 7,000 bottles. We produce at all 30, 000 bottle, a total 25 30,000 a 6,000 bottle of Montefalco Rosso, Sagrantino, it's Eighteen, nineteen 19 of Montefalco Rosso, it's a Sangiovese blend. And then from two years we are starting to produce also Trebbiano Spoletino, like my grandfather. We produce about 5,500 five, five, uh, five bottle. bottles every year.
1: So the Trebbiano Spolettino, uh, what is that?
0: It's an indigenous grape. It's very different kind of Trebbiano clones. It's different than Toscany and Abruzzo clone. It's a very strange system of, um, of grow up because in the past we, we used, my grandfather used a system that is called marriage system because they used one elm on other kind of plants and the Trebbiano vines grow up on the on the other trees. On the trees. Yeah.
1: So promiscuous is promiscuous yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we
0: use the Guyot or Cordos pools, but in the past we used this kind of system, it was a very, very strange system.
1: Did you uh, like seeing that when you were small, seeing vines grow up the trees? Yeah,
0: or? but there is a very it's difficult to produce because there is a lot of production for plants, so our production is a high, high level production quality, and so we use now Guyot or other kind of system that we have less uh, production for, for for plants.
1: Okay, so let's start with the Trebbiano Spoletino. When you make the Trebbiano Spoletino, you make it as a dry white wine
0: we have a rent now with a vineyard in Spoleto to try because my winery haven't historically read uh, only red grapes, and so we start with Trebbiano from two three years, and we will plant the next spring uh, one hectare in uh, in Montefalco in our uh, winery. So what does
1: it taste like, Trebbiano Spoletino?
0: Ah, it's a fantastic fair taste with flowers. is a uh, I think it's very great, one of the greatest white wine in the in the, the central Italy. Is
1: it full bodied?
0: Yeah, it's full bodied. It's a strange white wine because we have maceration with the skin like uh, red grapes. The other kinds of uh, white grape, the, they hasn't uh, the maceration with the skin. So we very structured, very flower. I think is a good way for the white uh, wine in this area.
1: But are you making your Trebbiano Spolettino in uh, like Ampher? Are you doing skin contact in amphora Are you looking to make like an orange wine, a deeply coloured yellow no, wine? No, we have
0: uh, not long, very long maceration. So they became an orange colour. But we have 48 to the two, three days of maceration. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, very yellow and... Uh, it's not orange like the long period of maturation. But
1: are you doing that in normal tanks or in, in amphora? In normal
0: tanks. No, we use normal tanks. We use, uh, we changed in last year the woods of the aging, but for the red wines we changed from 2009 all the woods in the winery because we start with the barrique 100% of barrique and now we use 100% of uh, big barrel for uh, Sagrantino for Montefalco Sagrantino and Montefalco Rosso.
1: When you say big what, 500 litres? Well, we,
0: we use uh, 1,000 litres usually, usually. No. and we increase the timing because before we use Barrique for 12 months, we use now one thousand liter barrel for two years. Yeah, we changed all the woods in the wine because we don't like a lot of smell of wine of over- over wood in the in the wine. So we like we the original characteristic of the wine.
1: So making using oak but making the wines less oaky, is that is that a general trend in the region as a whole or is it just you?
0: There is a lot of wine that they are changing this. We have changes to two things: the timing of maturation. Before we, we had a very short maturation for Sagrantino because we, on, we, the skin, we, on the skin, just yeah, on the skin, yeah, on the skin, yeah, because we we don't like a lot of extraction for tannins. Sagrantino is a wine of a, has a lot of tannins, but we understand that the longer maturation, there is less tannins. So we change it to tannins a long, very long maturation, about 40 45 days, and the big wood. So we have a more drinkable Sagrantino when, when we, we sell, the, we start to sell the new vintage.
1: Is the idea with the long maceration to polymerize the tannins to make them taste smoother? Yeah. yeah so how does that work
0: because there is two time in the maturation one time that there is the the tannins go out of the skin and then there is the second time that the skin keep the the tannins so we have more drinkable more uh, well, rounder, round round sagrantino like in the past in the past was very difficult test one the new vintage today we are testing the new vintage 2014 uh, 10 years ago it was very very difficult to test one Sagrantino in the vintage that is going in the market
1: so what are the trends in the region as the whole obviously you're very well connected you know everybody and what are the trends do you think that are for Sagrantino for Sagrantino yeah just maybe um, grape growing winemaking
0: we we had a very difficult period because uh, we less the um, we had in Italy a very difficult economic crisis but many many uh, winery in Montefalco as a uh, export market like my winery has the most of the hard for production in the export market. This kind of winery they has not problem because they sell in United States, in North Europe, in Asia. The winery that sell all in Italy, they had very big problem because the market in Italy is very, very slow and it is starting now in the, in the last year, in the 17. And uh, I think there is a, a good period for Sagantino because we had a very important investment from all Italian winery, big Italian, from Tuscany, from uh, Friuli, from a very important winery from uh, Umbria.
1: So you're saying so- wineries from outside the the region coming and buying wineries investing
0: investing in Montefalco they buy the the, the building in the historical towns in Montefalco in Bevagna they made a very important winery not simple winery. Some of these wineries made very art, this contemporary art of, uh, they not use Sagrantino for a slow, short time, but they make a very important investment. Is
1: there a risk you know, say winemakers from Tuscany or you said Friuli or even say from the south of Italy will try and change the style of Sagrantino, will impose a, say like a Tuscan style or a southern Italian style on it. Is there a risk of that?
0: No, I think no. I think Sagrantino now is one of the ten most important wines in Italy.
1: So we have Prosecco, Brunello Brunello,
0: Barolo, Barolo uh, Marone, Montepulciano Primitivo and there is sure this is one of the 10s best Italian red wines. I think it's contamination with other kind of winery from other kind of, of uh, part of Italy. is, is important for uh, for us, for our experience. In this period, we have a lot of investments from other countries, or other region of Italy, but we have a very important increasing of uh, the small wineries in Montefalco. When I started, I was, was In the first time we had in Montefalco eight, nine wineries. So
1: that was 15 years ago. Yeah,
0: 15 years ago. And now we have about 70, 75 uh, wineries choice so and the, the medium level is is a very high quality. So I think we had in the past a very important work of the municipality town, of the Italian government, the regional government, and some important wineries that made the history of the, the Sagrantino of the last 20 years.
1: If there's one thing that you could add or change now, what would it be? What is missing? Is there any ingredients the missing? The missing
0: is increasing the, our exportation, I think. Exports. Yeah, there is some wineries that have some difficult because they don't sell in the export market. Why is that? Because they are historical wineries that uh, historically have the Italian market. Usually the winery with the youngest uh, owner, they have the problem, they will travel a lot, so they, they can have a connection with the other market. The oldest winery is more difficult to sell in the export market, and they, they start to, to, to try to sell in the, in the Asia market, in the North American. So we must invest to promote Montefalco and Montefalco Sagrantino in the export market.
1: How important are local sales, you know, tourists coming in? Obviously Umbria is called the green heart of Italy. It's, it's the very... other
0: way, because yeah. we have the Serrata Sagantino from 2000. I was one of the promoters when the 2000 when I was mayor. And uh, it's, it's the other way to, to, to sell... Uh, most the wineries that, uh, that have an export market, they have the 20% of the selling in, in the winery directly. So it's very, very important for us to organize all the system of Montefalco, Bevagna, Guadagatano, Ciano de Lumbria and Casta Ritaldi to, to have increasing the tourists and the visiting in the winery.
1: So what when tourists come to the region, what do they? What is there for them to see apart from vineyards and olive groves? Yeah, grapes? they
0: have vineyards, olive trees, olive olive oil factory, and then we have one of the most important museum in the, in, in Umbria and Which in is? Italy is San Francis San Francis Museum. So is that Saint Francis of Assisi? Church museum is in in the old town of Montefalco, and it's, uh, it's very important because it's the start of the Renaissance in Umbria. The, the first fresco in Umbria with the prospective is in is in Montefalco. Painted by Benozzo Gozzoli, is a Florentine painter in 1452 and uh, we have about 30 35,000 people that buy a ticket to see this very important picture. And then we have Perugino, we have Pinturicchio, we have a lot of history of art. Montefalco and Bevania are a very very small town but very rich of art from the Roman period to the Renaissance
1: period. Why did the artists come here? Was it the ah,
0: will come here because there is very important monks the franciscan monks and agostinian monks they had a very powerful in the, and they are very rich so they have the money to to ke- to call uh, important uh, like uh, perugino like benozzo gozzoli from 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 perugia so they could pay for and, artists and, to come and, and paint the, frescoes and well. it was the first wine production in montefalco because we have the historical documents in the town hall historical library with uh, a lot of documents that the monks was the first winery in montefalco you can s- you can visit the winery in the museum and uh, there is the system before the screw the invention of the screw with the with the system the the press system uh, to to make uh, to make wine so the town hall of Montefalco in 1520 uh, makes the rule of the start of the of the harvest
1: so they decide when yeah. people can pick their yeah. grapes.
0: So we have a very, very lot rich documents of historical from the medieval time to the Renaissance. That Montefalco has a very long story of the of, of wine production from Roman period to the medieval to the Renaissance. Then we have a very strange stop in the last century because Montefalco was called the most important town of wine production still in uh, 1925. Mm-hmm when there is the the most important exhibition in uh, in Montefalco of all Umbria and uh, there is strange that we find in this um, catalog that uh, still in this period we produce two kind of sagantino dolce so, so it's sweet, and dry. And we think that Sagrantino's uh, dry starts in the end of uh, 17, say, 79, starts of 80. But it's not really, because we produced, st- uh, since of uh, the start of 19th uh, uh, century, Sagrantino in two kinds of war. Then we have the First War, World, uh, World War, and the Second War. We have a stop of the production. The area of Montefalco was very pure, like all the center of Italy, the countries in the Second Italy. Many my family went to the, the Switzerland, to Germany, to France, in the big town in the north of Italy. And we restarted the production of Sagrantino in the high level in the 1980s. In the and um, Salantino became one of the most important wines, I think, in the end of 19 and the starts of 2000.
1: Yeah, interesting to hear that such a beautiful area, you know, the green heart of Italy, that there yeah. was this big rural yeah. depopulation. Yeah. And now people are coming back.
0: Now people are coming back and we haven't a big way, big industry. This is the reason of our poor past, but now is our resources. It's our resource and we can increase tourists and, uh, and the development of our area with the uh, arts, with the uh, landscape in the agricultural products.
1: Do you feel very proud that your family stayed?
0: Yeah, of course, of course. L- uh, my family lived in Montefalco uh, for 20 years, mm-hmm. and uh, I was born in Switzerland. So well, for me, for my father, it was very, very important to restart the, f- the, the winery of my grandfather. In
1: Switzerland, were you in Ticino, the Italian
0: part? No, I was in uh, Switzerland, in the Swiss, Switzerland, and I can speak some uh, Swiss Dutch. All oh, right, so you're in the German part of <laughs> In, in Schaffhausen. I was Schaffhausen. born in Schaffhausen, yeah. Okay. And so when, I, when we come back, I start to make public... Uh, work with, them, uh, with the municipality uh, I convinced my father to restart the winery of my grandfather so we replanted all the vineyard we rebuilt the winery and we started with a with a new name with the nickname of my grandfather Bocal.
1: how easy was it to convince your father to invest in wine It's
0: not, what, not so easy because my father uh, left Montefalco Monte when he was 14
1: which year was that when was he born 44 so he left in, in the mid 50s yeah
0: in the 50s 50s. So it's not not, not so easy to, to understand that we must make uh, in so big investments. But now he's very happy for me, for his father, for my brother.
1: You work with your brother as well?
0: My brother worked with me in the in the winery.
1: So yeah. what are your responses? What's he called, your brother? Sorry,
0: I'm the export manager and the, the owner of the winery. And my my brother is the the chief of the field, of the winery. So he's, he's in he the likes, vineyard? He likes uh, the tractor, the, the hard work of the of the field either like so travel last time we went together uh, in a trip uh, after two days he will, he will come back to home <laughs>
1: ok what about the future we talked a lot about the past what about the future for your winery in particular and the zone as a whole
0: for my winery we have a project to, to increase uh, the vineyard because uh, my dream is to uh, rebuy a part of the winery of, my, of, the, of the farm of my grandfather and the brothers of my grandfather my grandfather had uh, five brothers and 12 nephews so we have all the hill of alzatura where we, we stay that was sold by the cousin of my father so we start to rebuy some from some cuisine and my dream is have not the biggest wine because my my grandfather has a big farm uh, 50 hectare now we have 10 hectares but we will we will increase two three hectares of vineyards and olive trees and make a good wine and good uh, and good olive oil and then my object is uh, uh, increase the market in uh, north america in north europe now we we sell in 12 states in united states mm-hmm. so we have a lot of states in united states that we, we must start to sell our object of course is uh, the south of asia because now we sell in uh, japan in south korea sometime in china but it's not easy market and the uh, We will start in all the the south of Asia, like Singapore, Hong Kong, Malaysia.
1: Why do Asian markets like? the Sagrantino wines and the Trebbiano Spoletino, the white wines?
0: They like uh, Montefalco Rosso is best in the in the Asia. In, in North America they like very well Sagrantino and Trebbiano Spoletino because they are strong wines. They like very with meat. We sell a lot of Sagrantino in California in the Midwest. In the Midwest they made a very good barbecue and they like the combination with Sagrantino, with Sagrantino wines and, uh, and barbecue meat. So I think it's a very very, very important market in the was in the past was in the in the present but i think in the future being will be the, the most important market for my wine and for montefalco wines
1: interesting the middle of wine from the middle of italy is yeah. getting drunk in the middle of <laughs> next nowhere next week America. i will
0: go in the, in the midwest in uh, san louis and kansas city so in
1: terms of um, your wine growing are you what are you organic biodynamic conventional or natural we produce
0: natural wines so what does that mean we don't use chemical products in the field we don't use herb we use only indigenous seeds for fermentation. Our wines uh, is not uh, microfiltration and uh, there is not thermal uh, stabilization. And we use in the field only organic uh, fertilizer, so green manure. Or uh, organic fertilizer. A green, so cream our boy, our object is a products natural wine with any chemical products inside. All the the energy that we use in the winery comes from solar energy. So we are a very sustainable winery.
1: So you're fully solar powered. Yeah. Did people object? Did you put um, the panels on the roof?
0: No, it's in the in the field. But uh, we are in the 8 years that we don't buy energy. Well, we produce the energy from the solar energy.
1: So you can sell some back to the we call it the grid. Any yeah. any energy that you don't use, can you sell? Back
0: to yeah the, we can we the, the energy that we don't use we sell back to the uh, national uh, energy system very
1: good yeah. okay so your energy is self-sufficient yeah, yeah. Um, from
0: eight years and then we have the analysis of our products and we haven't received a lot of chemical products in our wines so this is the, our object sustainable winery and natural wines
1: perfect okay I just want to say thanks very much to my guest today Valentino Valentini you do sound like a 1950s actor though with that name huh? no, no, okay that's right. so <laughs> thank you Valentino Valentini from the Boccali Winery in the town of Montefalco, Umbria in the area of the Second di Montefalco Been a great interviewee, a man of many talents, with your solar power and your natural winemaking and your former career as a mayor and your trips to the Midwest where you have to <laughs> eat lots of grilled meat. Very nice to see you and I hope you um, and your winery with your brother managed to rebuy some of that land that your grandfather had and you can piece together back a little bit of history, a bit of family history. Thank you so much.
0: Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.